Just imagine, it's the first day of school and you're all ready. You've walked yourself to the bus stop, walking across multiple unmarked crosswalks and sometimes on the road itself. But this stop isn't the same one you've known your whole life. This year, things have changed and the bus routes are a little more than different. Regardless, you wait and check your phone. It's 6.15, five minutes before your bus is scheduled to come. You wait five more minutes, but the bus still isn't there. You wait 10 more minutes and there's no bus in sight. 15 minutes later, the bus finally arrives. The beginning of the 2023 school year isn't off to a great start. In the spring of 2023, Jefferson County Public Schools, the largest school district in Kentucky and the only public school district in Louisville, made the decision to completely revamp its original busing system, along with its start times. JCPS was already facing a bus driver shortage and an increase of issues within its system. Due to this, JCPS put in place some huge changes, which included moving from two start times, originally at 7.40 a.m. for middle and high schools, and 9.05 a.m. for elementary schools, to nine start times ranging from 7.40 a.m. to 10.40 a.m. This would allow bus drivers to make up to six different journeys in one day, rather than four. In addition to this, new routes were generated by tech company AlphaRoute to plan for the next school year. AlphaRoute was also contracted by Cincinnati Public Schools in the school year prior. They were not satisfied with the results and had to reroute and physically evaluate each stop. And just like in Cincinnati, a current JCPS bus driver who wishes to stay anonymous tells us that this caused some problems. I do agree with a lot of things that Alpha Routing did, moving stops and combining stops. There was a lot of, I hate to put a label on it, but there was a lot of stops that were kind of catering to, to certain people's stops. I mean, you'd have two or three stops on the same street in the neighborhood and it's not a very long street. Like right now, I've actually got one where I stop, I let two students off, I pull up two houses and I let three students off that live in that house. I'm not quite sure why I do it, but I do. I was told to do it, so I do it. Um, but they, I mean, they're completely different in, a, in the respect of driving and everything, they're fine. Um, my, one of my runs in the morning, uh, I'm glad I did practice it because it had me turning on a street off of Poplar level road that I wouldn't even try and drive my car on. It's so narrow and there's bushes on both sides, like halfway up the street. It's a very short street. And I mean, they're just so close. There's no way a bus would have fit up there which unfortunately is a problem with the artificial intelligence that they used as compared to the human knowledge that all of our compounds have. I mean, drivers, drivers alone, just with, uh, I mean, our, our compound assistant is absolutely amazing. And she actually has been doing it long enough. She knows the entire city. So if I really extremely need to, I can call in and be like, well, how can I get around this? She's going to tell me. Well, the trick is remembering it, but that's her story too. And I can remember two summers ago, I was in the office with her during the summer rewriting routes. Uh, you have students graduate or stuff like that. And then you have 
new students coming in. So routes need to be altered a little bit. These routes are completely different. Like stops are completely different. Let's go back to the perspective of a student. After a long ride with lots of confusion on behalf of both the driver and students, who finally made it to the bus depot. You sit there waiting for the final bus to arrive and the queue to switch buses. You exit the bus and there's swarms of confused children of all ages. But finally, you make it to your final bus and can finish your already late journey to school. We talked to one of these bus riders who attends DuPont Manual High, a magnet school in JCPS, to find out how it went down. I didn't personally have an issue with finding my stop, but I know like many of my friends had multiple issues. Um, they had to, well, actually I did. My parents had to call in because my bus stop was like, of, it was like five blocks away from my house. So then they changed it so that it would just be in my neighborhood. And I also had to go to the depot this year and last year down to go to the depot because I guess the new time changed. So I have to go to Fairdale, which doesn't really make sense to me if Manuel is kind of close to my house but I have to go to Fairdale um, and then from Fairdale to another bus to Manual, which sometimes makes me late to school. On the very first day, I was uh, like 45 minutes late to school because just because of how confused they were. And also like around the first week of school, like my bus, like we would have to turn around because like the bus driver would forget like kids spots or you would forget like where to go. Have I remember he would like have to call on the radio and be like, okay, where do I turn? And it was just really frustrating just being on the bus for that long because it's like, you should know when you're taking us and you should know like what stops you have, where you're supposed to go, where you're supposed to get dropped off. And it was just really frustrating for them not to know that when it's like basic information. Manual High and Known Middle School are across the street from each other. And before the school start times were rearranged, they would start at the same times and share buses. This year, it changed. So when I was at No, me uh, or No and Manuel used the same buses, and I would get home quicker. There was no like, there was no confusing about buses, and it was very clear and like, okay, now we're at Manuel and No, so everyone just gets off. But now, since they're very different and separate, and Manuel has their own bus transportation, and No has their own bus transportation. It's harder and not as clear anymore because whenever I was at no, it was okay, you're here, get off. But now that I'm a manual, it takes longer because now I have to go to the depot and then from my depot, I go to manual. And so it just makes things a little bit more complicated. And also um, we have like a lot more stops and my bus is so filled and very crowded. So that's also like how it's different because Whenever the buses were combined, they were not wall rides. It was it was shorter bus times and not as much people on the bus. And now there's like three to a seat almost to my bus in the morning. And the ride is way longer than it should be. All of these problems compounded and the last student wasn't off the bus until 9.58 p.m., more than an hour after the sun set that first day. 
Due to all of these problems, JCPS decided to cancel school for the remainder of the week in order to fix issues associated with the new transportation plan. On that Saturday, they canceled Monday and Tuesday. That same Monday, it was finally announced that all elementary and middle schools would not return until that Friday, while high schools would not return until the next Monday. The early childhood program did not open until September 25th, nearly a month off schedule. School continued on for a while, but the buses were seemingly always delayed and having troubles. In my personal experience, as of December of this school year, it seems that there were often more days with late buses than not. On one particular day, I remember the announcement stating that a bus would not arrive to pick students up until 7pm, nearly 5 hours after dismissal. According to the bus driver we interviewed, some problems persisted. Honestly, it's it's harder to keep them, I won't say disciplined, but to where you can know which students you can talk to and which students you can't. It's easier when you can see them both time, both trips, to see kind of who the, the, I hate to call it a ringleader, uh, of sorts who who's the cl who's more or less the class clown or the person kind of orchestrating the disruptive behavior stuff like that this year this year you can't do that you you, you just have to kind of take your lumps and move on you can write referrals but half the time referrals go unanswered this year has been my least favorite year. I've lost a lot of good friends this year that were either close to retiring or at that retirement age or the retirement, they put in their time and they've, they were, in my opinion, a couple of them that retired weren't old enough to retire, but they had the time in. So they did. Some of them just took a loss on their retirement and retired early. There were, I mean, there was a lot of great people. I miss one of them dearly. He he always came in with a smile on his face. Didn't matter what time of morning it was or anything. Came in with a smile, always had a joke. And you, you just don't get that that much anymore. I, I've kind of tried to be that person. It's just not the same. Many bus drivers were unhappy with the behavior of students, how they were being treated by JCPS, and many other issues that were mentioned. On November 6th, 143 bus drivers in Louisville called out sick, causing 101 routes out of JCPS's 568 to be canceled. Our interviewee noted that he did not participate in this, as he wanted to help students that needed to get to school. On December 8th, JCPS sent out a letter to parents saying that they could only guarantee transportation for special education students and students attending their reside school. While in JCPS's past years, they have offered busing to every school except for one. More than two-thirds of JCPS students ride the bus. Taking away these options for magnet students, like the ones here at Manual, will cause them to lose out on opportunities. However, this is still up to JCPS, and only time will tell what decisions they make. If you enjoyed this episode, stay connected with us by following our Instagram at 13first. Thank you for listening.